1: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Network for our UEFA Champions League show. A big round of Champions League action is on the horizon, and alongside me to look ahead to these games and deliver uh, some of their best bets are first up RJ joining us from across the pond. How are you, my friend?
2: Yeah, good morning or good afternoon, uh, guys. I'm doing well. Good to be here, uh, and it's nice to start the week talking talking some footy with you both. So hope you all hope you both are well.
1: All good, my friend. Thank you very much. Also joining us, Steve Wiss. Uh, how are you, my friend? It's been a while since we've spoken as well.
2: Yeah, it has
0: been a while. I hope you're both uh, well. And um, you know, looking forward to some more Champions League football. I've got to be honest, I thought it was a really tough card, actually. I was struggling mm-hmm. to find a couple of picks. And I've gone down uh, individual player props, um, as, you, as you'll soon see. So I think there's four four fairly tough games coming up to predict.
1: Indeed. Uh, let's start off then with the game between uh, Frankfurt and Napoli. Both of you have a pick in this one. I'll come to you first, uh, RJ, for your pick and, and the sort of thinking behind it.
2: Yeah, so the the first pick that I'll be on uh, is Tuesday. Uh, it's Frankfurt versus Napoli. Um, you know, right, so Frankfurt, our last year's Europa winners, who take on the Serie A leaders, uh, Napoli. Both both teams coming off a 2-0 Win over the weekend domestically, uh, not not a big shock because if I feel like both sides, you know, over the last few matches have had clean sheets, uh, two nil, three nil type wins, and both teams have won their last four domestically. Uh, Napoli quite quite the group stage in the Champions League. You know, uh, they they netted twenty goals, which was the most for any team in, in the group stage, and. They're quite healthy. Um, I think the only miss for them right now is Raspadori, but they're led by Zelensky, Asman, and uh, Lozano, and um, uh, Kavicha. You know, uh, I'm not really going to try to pronounce, so we're just going to move on. But everybody knows who He's he is. He's pulling
1: Faradonna. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, thanks for the help there. So, yeah, so and then Napoli has won 18 out of their last 19 lead matches, right? So you know, typically any any team at this stage is is in stellar form. That's not a big shock. Um Frankfurt uh typically bowled well for whatever reason against the Italian side. They won nine of their last 11 matches against the Italian uh sides. Frankfurt still are in the running for the for the Pokal, which is the German Cup. Napoli was was knocked out, so they're you know, their focus now is is more Champions League, domestic, which not a big shock, and I, you know, uh, we've talked about cups. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm partial to them. You know, you wonder how how the players take them from a uh, approach perspective. Uh, I'm sure probably a few would rather get some rest, but but that's my two cents. Um, but yeah, so you know that Napoli going to have a slightly less condensed schedule moving forward, right? So you know, I'm not quite sure how it's going to affect them. They're going to give their best foot forward, obviously, on Tuesday. And what I'm looking at here, I like goals in this match. So I'm looking at over 2.75 goals at minus 106. Um, I, I see it as like a 2-2 draw in this, in this matchup.
1: Steve, you've got an opinion on this one as well. Um, Napoli, obviously, one of the teams to watch in this competition at the moment. I know they're running away with it domestically, but there's a feeling around Europe that they're a side that can, uh, of course, challenge anybody. And, and you've highlighted a certain individual who's making all the headlines at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, if we actually look at the outright uh, odds in the futures market for the Champions League, Napoli are fifth favourites, which is um, it's, it's quite interesting. They're plus 1100. Now, I wouldn't actually want to put off anyone backing them at that price because I think they're a serious team. If you watch them in Serie A this year, they're absolutely cooking. And um, they're so far clear in domestically mm-hmm. that I think they can actually focus on, um, on, on the Champions League quite a bit. And I fully expect them to get past this Frankfurt side over two legs. I, I agree with RJ's pick in this game. I like overs. But my pick is Victor Ossiman to score any time. And it's actually, the price has been cut just as we've been on air even more, uh, Harry, here. Plus 135 um, to score any time. I still think it's a good price. I don't think this man should be. Plus money to score in any match right now. Um, even away from home in the Champions League. He has scored nine goals in his last seven starts. This is this bloke is the real deal. I mean, in the summer, he may well leave the club and get a massive money big-money move to probably the Premier League. Manchester United are linked heavily, aren't they? They feel like he's the final missing link for them. If they did buy him, I think they'd probably win the title next year, to be honest. Um, but enough of that now. Right here, right now, you know, he's got his Georgian teammate, Kvysia Um Did my best to pronounce him there. It's good. You know, he is on fire as well. Four goals and four assists in his last five starts. The thing with Ossiman... You can't just focus on him. I mean, it's all right. You could say to Eintracht Frankfurt, let's just shut him down. They've got a very good centre-back in Evan uh, and Dicker, who's linked uh, at the end of the season with a move away from there. But because Napoli have got so many different weapons, I think you you just don't stop someone like this at the moment. Ossiman, he's just absolutely on fire. I would not want to be facing him. I'd be really fearful if I'm any centre-back and at plus 135 to score any time. I can't resist this. It's like, I think him and Marcus Rashford are the two players in Europe right now. Are Just Mm -hmm. unbelievable form. And until they stop scoring, I think I'm just going to have a piece of them.
1: Brilliant stuff. Um, Yeah. It's going to be a really, really interesting game. This one and uh, two different plans of attack. And uh, those are the picks from the guy. So RJ has gone for over 2.75 goals in that one. And Steve has highlighted Victor Osimen. Um, RJ, I'll come back to you because your next pick in the Champions League uh, involves Italian Giants Inter who take on Porto. Uh, talk us through this one.
2: Yeah, so the next look or the next pick that I'll have is in the Inter versus Porto match. You know, I'll, I'll first preface it. You know, anybody who who follows me on Twitter has known me for a while. No, I very rarely target unders, right? I look for goals. I look for action and and I'm, I'm looking or, or anticipating the opposite here in this match and I'll give a quick look into why. So, Inter currently sitting second in the Serie A table, as as uh, Steve said, they're they're well behind leaders Napoli, um, fifteen points to be exact. And Inter are likely without Correa, uh, one of their you know focus points. That that's as of last night. I haven't checked this morning, but I believe Correa is is going to be missing this match. Uh, while Porto will likely uh, potentially be out with. Uh, Evan Evan Ilson, right? The young talent from Brazil from Fluminense, the one of the Giants in, in Brazil top flight. So there's a couple key pieces missing for both teams, but but what stood out to me, guys, was the fact that Inter over their last twenty-five uh matches, right? Domestically or internationally, have a, they've allowed just four goals in their last twenty-five matches. They've kept a clean sheet in seventy percent of their matches. Porto, on the other hand, have allowed just seven goals and kept a clean sheet in seventy-two percent of their matches. Now, typically, both sides fail—very um, rarely fail—to score. So, you know, I, I could see—I could see a one-one type match, but I have a hard time seeing this first leg, especially, uh, be a goal fest. I, I just expect, you know, two sides that are in stellar form in each of their respective domestic leagues. In, in their domestic league they don't typically you know score a lot of goals they don't they don't have lights out showings they don't typically break from their typical structure which is just sound play right getting getting off the field with a 1-0 2-0 type win uh, both sides are fine with that so my opinion I see a cagey match I'm looking at under 2.5 goals in this Inter versus Porto match at
1: -121 brilliant um mm. Steve let's come back to you mate Um, the next game that you're looking at involves Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Uh, As far as this game goes, this is uh, Champions League royalty versus Champions League royalty, but neither side have been at their brilliant best so far this season. So what are you thinking here?
0: Yeah, I just say before this pick, I really like that under from RJ and I'm exactly the same as him. I rarely take unders. I think it's the best bet of the round. Now, I'm not advising it myself on, on the BetRivers shows because bad things happen to me when I take unders. i got to be honest.
2: I, that's why I was a little hesitant, Steve, because I'm like, every time I, I take an under where it looks obvious or it looks to be the play, it's like a 6-2, 6-2 match. And it's like, what, what what's going on here? But I, I, I got faith. I, I think mm. um, I appreciate your backing, though, Steve. It makes me feel yeah. a little better about it. I think it's a great
0: pick. <laughs> but on my selection here. And I'm actually going with a player, Cody Gakpo to have over one and a half shots in the game. It's at minus 137. It's a little bit of a skinny price. This will be settled using Opta data if there's any discussions or controversies um, in, in that respect, what, what detail, you know, what is a shot sort of thing. But we only need him to shoot, attempt to shoot twice in this game. Now, a lot of this selection is kind of, I'm looking at the Liverpool lineup for the game. At this point in time, at the time of recording, Darwin Nunez is a massive doubt for the game with a shoulder injury, and we, who knows whether he starts or whether he's benched or whether he doesn't feature at all. But I'm going to bank on that he's not going to start the game. Now Liverpool have got Yotta um, and Firmino. They've been nursed steadily back into full fitness recently. I don't. One of those two is probably going to have to start the game. But Gakpo, in theory, should be playing up front here or on the left wing. Now he actually averages one shot every thirty-one minutes since he's joined Liverpool. Uh, for the Europa League, um, when he was with PSV, he averaged one shot every twenty-seven minutes, and in the Eredivisie this season, one shot every twenty-four minutes. Now I think it's probably fair to discount that the Eredivisie is nowhere near this level. But this this bloke is uh, he's a fine young talent. He's still trying to kind of uh, get settled in at Liverpool. He scored a couple of goals recently. His tails up you'll want to make a difference in this match against Real Madrid and Real Madrid are the sort of team who, I mean, the match result here is really hard, isn't it? To predict it could end anything. Mm-hmm. I've got the feeling it might be a, it might be an under game, an under two and a half game. Um, but Liverpool have got to win this really, I think over if they're going to have a chance over the two legs, I quite like Real Madrid to qualify over the, over the two legs actually. But I think Gapro is, um, he's certainly going to be involved in the match. Obviously, Mosella, Salah, the Egyptian king, is currently top joint top scorer in the Champions League at the moment. Which I'm hoping Liverpool get knocked out here because I'm on Mbappe um, out, from the outright show early in the season. I think you might be as well, RJ, actually, or at least on PSG in some form. Um, but I think, as I said, the bet for the game at minus 137. Just simply, Cody Gakpo over one and a half shots. We does not have to even have to be on target. They can be on, uh, landing row Z. For all for all we care, that that will do me here. I think he's going to be uh, trying to score.
1: Yeah, it should be a really interesting game. I mean, RJ, have you got any thoughts on on that game? I know you've not gone with it as a pick, but it is kind of the glamour tie of the round. It is the one that jumps out at people. Um, how do you kind of see this one in, in terms of how it might go overall? Not that you're going to give a pick, but mm-hmm. just in terms of the general feeling.
2: Yeah, the general feeling that I have, I, I kind of look at this match like I do the Inter versus Porto. I see two teams in, in, in solid form. I think, you know, I've had a hard time this year reading the Premier League, to be truthful with you. I think, you know, teams have just gone in and out of form a little more frequently than, than I'm maybe used to. And I expect a tight a tight match here. I, th- I think I could see a 1-1 draw. Um, I think, you know, Liverpool with with a win over Everton and Newcastle, like, you know, all right, two nil. They, they weren't, they, they were pretty good um, over the weekend, but you know, Real Madrid have been, you know, between the, uh, what is it? The club world cup I believe they call it. Right. They played Ahalil, They played Al Like they've, they've had a more condensed schedule lately than Liverpool. So I think they're at a disadvantage there with Liverpool at home. If, if I'm looking at the price, right. Is it, plus 125, I might take a stab at, at Liverpool at plus, plus money, 125 for a straight outright win in this match.
1: Steve, would you? where would you lean in terms of the outright winner here? I know this is only the first leg, but where's your kind of head at? Because obviously, you know, Liverpool are looking maybe now like they might make the top four in the Premier League. Real Madrid have been in decent form of late, but are not quite at the level that we know they can be. Talk of maybe a, an aging team, where are you in terms of the sort of overall on this
0: first leg? I'm with the draw, I think. I, I'm not a drawbacker, um, but the tie at plus 250 could well happen. I, I kind of envisage the way this game goes. Liverpool probably look the better team, and probably in terms of stats and metrics, are going to end up probably dominating the match in that way. But Real Madrid very experienced. They're a result team, Real Madrid. It's as simple as that. They know how to dig out a result if they need to. But equally, I think they'd be okay only losing by one goal. So I I don't see Madrid coming to Anfield and winning. I'll I'll say that. It's a really tough place to go. But I'm thinking one all-draw. RJ said the 1-0 win at home could be on. But I think the draw actually could offer a little bit of value here for once. Not, as I say, that just draws are not really for me, unless you're taking something in Italy in the, in the last stage of the season.
1: Indeed. Uh, before we sign off, uh, let's have a quick look at the betting weekly handicappers league table. Uh, in terms of the Champions League, we're in profit so far this season, plus 3.05, the Liga boys leading the way. Uh, Steve is a part of that team. You guys are absolutely flying, mate. So congratulations. Uh, Daniele smashing it as well in the Serie A category. And uh, Nigel and Jack uh, pushing as well from the EPL. Um, stay tuned for the Europa League show, which is coming very, very soon as well. Uh, my thanks to RJ. Thanks to Steve for your picks on this round of, well, this round the fixtures this set of fixtures in the champions league and we'll be back very soon cheers thanks for listening to betting weekly extra time on the bet rivers network